0: Well, I believe that the outcry and by those who are wanting to use these young people as political pawns and to attack those of us who put these sort of laws in place are the ones who are in fact putting these children at risk and making them and putting them on public display and making...
1: I don't know how he didn't scream. I I just, that's you. That's the thing you're doing. You're the one going in between the healthcare of parents, kids, and doctors for political points. You're playing them like pawns. You don't care if they die. They could die from this, but you don't care. That's you. You're describing yourself. Uh, As some of you know, and insist, and uh so i was not aware of john stewart's previous transphobia i've seen a lot of trans people whom i'm friends with and accounts uh saying that this is a redemption arc for john stewart so i didn't know about i and if you know what that is in reference to uh let me know i'm just curious um but this trailer is
2: pretty hype the world has gone into a bit of a tailspin ah yes the gender wars Anti-trans legislation increased percent What, did trans people storm the Capitol? What do you think? I, God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth and zones, made only two genders? Let me show you some of my latest stuff here. <laughs> You've seen gender-affirming care have a reduction in suicide.
3: Politicians are passing laws that say we are going to take away the ability of parents to give their children life-saving care.
0: 98% of the young people who have gender dysphoria are able to move past that. Wow. Without uh, that medical treatment. That's
3: an, that's and so... an
2: incredibly made-up figure. <laughs>
1: I was like, hell yeah. Because all the other trailers I'm seeing right now, it's like, hey, guess what's coming from Tucker Carlson? Men aren't men. At least you're not a man unless you radiate your balls. Yeah, you got to get that infrared light just fucking right on your balls. They got to be fucking burnt and singed to a crisp and then you're a man then you're, you may not be able to reproduce which is strange because it's the one thing we qualify men as it's like men have penises and can make babies and women are the baby havers that's how we see the world but anyways zap those balls my dudes gotta zap those balls so it's nice to see this it's nice nice to see one of these
3: abortion pot porn and more january 6 hearings this is what they're going to give you more of if you elect them abortion pot porn and more January 6 hearings.
1: And I don't see the problem. What's wrong?
4: Hello.
2: Hello. Hi. I'm
4: going to sit on my
2: jacket. Thank you. Please sit, sit, sit. Welcome back. It is season two of The Problem. This is the new variant of the show, the <laughs> King Charles edition. I'm wearing a blazer. Hello. Since we've been gone, and obviously not to suggest that correlation equals causation, but the world has gone into a bit of a tailspin. War on reality, war on science, war
0: on children. Reality no longer has meaning.
3: The goal here is insidious.
5: It's about destruction. The nuclear family is under attack. You're destroying the culture. I'm scared. (laughs) What the fuck are they talking about? Polio? Nuclear war? Black mermaids? A recent software update for Apple iPhones includes a pregnant man emoji, as well as a number of other gender-neutral cartoons.
2: My God, what has Satan wrought?
5: I forgot
1: about that. I forgot about that one being a big one, you know? The, the whole uh, pregnant emoji stuff. I, I, I forgot about that one. That's, that's
2: good to know. Good to know. Ah, yes, the gender wars. We lost a lot of good men. But apparently gained a lot of good men. So I think it's a wash. <laughs> we are a country living under the tyranny of the new pronoun police. You got your she slash hers, your he slash hims. Your they slash them. My God. Am I missing anybody? Well, I'm Ted Cruz, and my pronoun is kiss my ass. Sweet pronouns. Oh, How many so pronouns you got you your anal slash inguses. Your he slash rim. We are
1: in a new dawn. I Don't get me wrong, I love Jon Stewart, obviously uh, grew up with him, he was a big inspiration to a lot of people, did a lot of great stuff. It's just weird watching this in today's day and age as everything has just been changing so rapidly, as has media, to still have kind of the same bits. It's, it's not as, it's not, it's not the same, you know, it doesn't, doesn't hit as
2: hard. Of gender and sex complexity, where those who don't fit into a simple binary are meant to be seen with humanity. It wasn't always like this, people. As recently as, let's say, the 1990s, early 2000s, people were making shitty reductive jokes about the subject. Ah, <laughs> the self-callout. What can I say? The joke rhymed. Shitty and reductive jokes are kind of my brand. But as we know from history... By the way, I want to say, I'm
1: a uh, huge fan of the self-callouts because, again, things change who amongst us is without sin? Everyone here has done and said horrifying or bad things in their past at some point or another. So I'm really big on people learning, growing, taking in information, changing. Guess what? Half the stuff that I talk about on my stream most likely in like 15 years is going to be like, oh, by the way, you used like 20 improper terms, Lance. And this actually changed. We don't believe this one anymore and this one is complete. And then I'll I'll have to do the same thing. I'll have to go back and be like, yeah, uh, by the way, uh, I I didn't
2: know and this is the learning process and this is how how we go along this, you know? Any moment of progressive visibility will be met with a vicious backlash.
1: There are two genders. There are two genders, and everyone knows it. Eight but two genders.
2: <laughs> that last guy sounded like it's an emergency and we're running out of genders. Everyone, there ain't but two genders. I don't want to have to start rationing genders. The point is clear. The human race is defined by a simple binary, a black and white understanding. There are men and there are women, and never the twain shall meet. Trump is an alpha male. Well, okay, yes, there are obviously men who are more man than other men, but that's an aberration. Beta, gamma. Okay, there's an entire Greek... Ooh, interesting i haven't
1: seen this angle before this one's good i like this i i I like this because like the idea we're trying to teach everyone that there can be a spectrum of even different forms of man and then all of a sudden it's like well yeah there's there's the alphas the betas but how about the sigmas gotta have that sigma grind set you know don't want to fall into don't want to fall into that beta behavior Alphabet,
2: a continuum of masculinity, but that doesn't mean cuck, pajama boy, soy boy, (laughs) girly man. (laughs) (laughs) I hope the children are out of the room. (laughs) Clearly masculinity appears to be on a a dimmer, not an on-off switch, but ladies are different.
5: I was a big tomboy. These purple-haired, angry freaks. (laughs) Rabid feminist. (laughs) Cat lady. (laughs) High (laughs) Roman
3: bimbos. Pretty girly girl.
2: My God, what a cruise line buffet of the gradients in American gender expression. Turns out there's a lot of non-binary shit happening between the binaries. But that hasn't stopped the traditionalists from deploying their newest weapon, in the culture war arsenal, the obvious gotcha question.
6: The real basic question, what is
2: oh, nice, a woman? Oh, nice, Matt
0: Walsh. Can you provide a definition for the word woman?
5: For all of recorded history, people have known what a woman is. Yes, all of
2: recorded history. It was simple until like a year ago. The answer to what is a woman has always been the same. It's, uh... A woman is a deformity that occurred in the ordinary (laughs) course of nature. I'm sorry,
4: Uh,
1: that doesn't surprise me. Aristotle, yeah, just uh, let's be honest with ourselves. He's got a lot of, ooh, yikes, he takes.
2: Aristotle, I apologize. That's, I'm sorry, that's not what I meant. I meant a woman is a person who has no legal existence once married. That's, I'm sorry, that's... Property, you say. That's early American coverture law. That's, that's not right. No, the, uh, throughout history, it's not a gotcha question. A woman is 30 shekels. That's, I'm sorry. Ooh.
1: How much, how much is that uh, converted to today's currency? It's about $8.48, but that's, it. that's just a direct uh, conversion for today. But what would that have been, like, thousands of years ago?
2: Probably more. I'm sorry, that's Leviticus. Uh, unless she's whorish, then a woman is a loaf of bread. That's proverbs.
1: Oh, that's a discount. Yes.
2: It turns out, for most of recorded history, women were just yeah. defined by whatever men had in their wallet that day. Perhaps it takes a woman to answer this obvious question that progressives continue to dance around.
0: I'm going to tell you right now what is a woman? This is an easy answer. We're a creation of God. We
3: came from Adam's ribs.
2: <laughs> All right, well, I, I think I still have some questions. Uh, perhaps we're getting caught in a bit of a trap in the confusion of.
1: Gender- oh, i got to be honest, ladies. Uh, does that one sit well? <laughs> <laughs> not only are you not a human, you're actually a piece of a man. You're one of the ribs, and that's as good as it gets, all right? So you get to be a rib. <laughs> you get to be a fucking rib. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're basically like a fucking half-off special
2: at, like, <laughs> a diner. Gender identity and sex when it comes to defining women. Perhaps if we focus on the science, the black and white nature becomes clearer. That's simple. A woman is a human being with two X chromosomes. Ask any geneticist. Damn it, he got me again. <laughs> I don't know any geneticists. Where am I gonna find a geneticist? I can't find it. It's there's no such thing. Geneticist it's, here. Are you a geneticist? I am. And you're pre-lit? <laughs> what what are the chances?
7: So most women have two X chromosomes? Most men have an X and a Y, uh-huh. but you can have one X, three X's, XXY, XYY, and other combinations, too. And all of what we're talking about yeah. is related to but distinct from the idea of gender, which reflects,
2: you know, one's lived experiences, their identity, right. even social cultural factors. Don't also... I don't want to interrupt you, but I am so close to taking your lunch money right now. <laughs> <laughs> First off, I want to I say two things. One, already
1: this uh, episode is incredibly based. It's 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 very wholesome to have seen a team do the research, put in the heavy lifting, and start to like even try to wrap this whole thing around bits. It's corny. It's cheesy. It's very kind of old school Jon Stewart fine, but it, it is wonderful to see. It's not enough to have a person sit in the audience and be like, I'm a geneticist. It's like, okay, we got to get you in a lab coat, though. It's like, oh, funny story. I don't actually wear a lab coat. Or, it, that doesn't matter. No one will believe you unless you're wearing a lab coat. So we're going to need you to dress up in a lab coat. Don't worry, we, we have costumes that you can put on. So then, then we know. Then everyone will know that you're actually a scientist, you know?
7: I have a fun fact for you, John. Uh, among men of a certain age, about a third of them, uh, we can actually detect that some of their cells, some of their circulating white blood cells, have actually lost their y
2: chromosome. What? <laughs> you're directing that at me, aren't you? You're directing that All right, so fine. The geneticist thinks that sex is not a straight binary. But is there anybody else really qualified to speak on this? My wife's a doctor. My
3: wife is a doctor. My wife is a doctor. Fortunately,
2: I know a doctor. Who is my wife? Yes, you there. Boy in the high chair.
3: This is undisputed. There are...
2: It's pretty surreal,
1: too, because, like... Back in my day, when I was watching Jon Stewart, he was going after a whole different collection of people. And now he's going after all the same enemies as all of us. Like, you know, I've I've fucking uh, had back and forth with Matt Walsh. I've had fucking, uh, you know, events with Matt Walsh. And now these are the people that Jon Stewart is going after because these are all the like the Internet pundits now. Two
2: sexes. They're not nine. They're not 11. Hopefully the next thing he says doesn't completely undercut his entire point.
3: You have a Y chromosome, then you are typically male. People without a Y chromosome are typically female. Right! Typically!
2: Mm. That's the whole fucking point! <laughs> when things are undisputed and binary, there are no typicallys. One plus one equals two. Typically? <laughs> the Earth revolves around the Sun <laughs> in most cases. <laughs> There exists an area in sex and gender that by your own admission isn't binary. Even you, Dr. Quinn medicine husband, <laughs> <have> trouble <laughs> explaining it.
3: That's good. In nearly all cases, I can tell the difference between a male and a female. 99.8%, 99.9% of cases, you absolutely
2: can gender somebody based on looking. By the way, in most cases of intersex, those people still manifest as either a male or a female. Here's the
3: deal. For all of human history, there was an objective standard between male and female. For, For nearly all of human history, out of partial ignorance and partially because this is usually true, it was out of genetic, it was out of simply looking at people's genitals. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, it's so simple. Nearly all, in most cases, usually I before E except after C. Show me your dick so I know where you pee. <laughs> and thus, the problem with gender and sex, or both. I mean, it I turns can, out
1: none of this shit. I can demonstrate this to you very, very easily for this, uh, you know, Ben Shapiro being like, I can always tell. There's only one way people can be. Um, So here's Ruby Rose as a very stereotypical... I would say objectively people will think oh yes this is an attractive woman this is this is what woman should look like this is woman all right I understand this we we see woman and and here's woman and I get it this long blonde hair you know uh you know cleavage makeup this this is what I believe woman should be and in the course of this video which I'm not playing because uh, the music is uh, probably going to DMCA me and let's get past some of the more intense stuff uh transformation occurs into what some people might consider to be a male model and that's kind of the whole point and the androgyny playing a very interesting part in the course of the video it's uh it's, it's it's very very interesting it makes a very poignant statement and also it kind of plays with people's expectations of what gender and uh you know what is considered to be the masculine and feminine should be
2: it is simple we didn't just ask a geneticist; we asked endocrinologists, uh, and a few my and gynecologists. I
1: will use they, them, from now on.
2: And they all said the same thing: intersex, trans, non-binary, and all the other gradations on the gender, future, sex, love, sounds continuum <laughs> are normal human variation. And whatever discomfort we may feel in the changing norms of reality, myself included, it is no match. For the discomfort and fear
1: <laughs> logged up, both chats are like, okay, that's that's hot as fuck. Uh, now all of you are bisexual, every single one. That's that's the magic.
2: Felt by those seeking acceptance. Yet for some reason, anti-trans legislation increased over eight hundred percent since 2018. Eight hundred percent What could justify this unprecedented urgency? Did trans people storm the Capitol? (laughs) Did they steal classified nuclear intel from the White House and keep it in a humidor in Florida? (laughs) What is the threat?
0: We need to end the
2: assault on women's sports by the radical gender left. (laughs) Come on. No, yeah, every got- one of those words could be equally important. <laughs> <laughs> and-
1: so many people do that, by the way. Politicians, it's really a politician thing. I guess maybe it's more commanding. Like, if you stood there and, like, we have to stop the radical agenda that's occurring. But if you're like, we have to stop the radical agenda that is, like, no, whoa, whoa I'm captivated. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the inflection that's getting me.
3: And the same note. It's the end of women's sports. It's it's just the end. Women's sports, as we know it, will die.
2: (laughs) And I assume that when they die, for tax reasons, you will bury them on your golf course. (laughs) Now, there have been 77 anti-trans sports bills introduced this year alone. There have been more anti-trans sports bills introduced this year than trans people dominating sports in the history of women's sports. And by the by, I don't know if you're familiar with the Olympics, but they've been trying to answer this incredibly simple question of what is a woman for 80 years. And here's how some of that went. In 1966, a Polish sprinter was deemed a woman via a controversial anatomy test. I think you know what that means. In 1967, a chromosome test done on this athlete deemed her not to be a woman. And, of course, in 1968, she had a baby! A baby! (laughs) And then, obviously, in 1969, she had the summer of her life. (laughs) It all boils down to this. Clearly, just because you strongly believe that something is simple and undeniable doesn't mean that that belief will be backed up by the correlating and corresponding data. God, that's not pithy enough. If only there was a way to monetize that thought in the most cynical way possible. Facts don't care about your feelings. Nailed it! (laughs) Take a look at this. Let's
7: all pray.
5: Oh, this was so Dear weird. Dear God,
7: I know you make no mistakes,
5: but these transgender people...
7: What is that about? Sincere question. And, and no disrespect to anybody, but I've got a message for you that I must preach. This country was founded on the idea. A boy has a
2: penis, a girl has a vagina. In the name <laughs> of Jesus! <laughs> Thank you,
1: Jesus. I, I don't know. Tell my fellow dudes, are you defined exclusively by your dick? Are you cock and nothing else? Is it just cock? Is that it? Is this like... The cock is basically all there is to me. That's it. And outside of that, I'm kind of just a husk of a human. But at least I have that. That's how I know I'm a man. When I look down and I see the penis, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a boy.
7: I mean, I don't have a problem with gay people. I have gay friends.
0: I don't know anybody that doesn't have a gay friend. But these
5: transgender, intersex, non-binary perverts. No offense. They're
0: killing girls and women's sports
7: we need to save women's swim team archery women's volleyball women's tennis
5: even though women's sports
7: not as cool as the men's sports
0: angelic reinforcement angelic reinforcement
7: we don't have a problem with transgender people but
0: lord
5: we ask you please give us the power to check the exact size and shape of their genitals Just a little peek.
7: In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah.
0: Amen.
3: I've known I was trans from my earliest memories. Gender dysphoria is a disconnect from your mind and body. So what I could be feeling up here isn't the same thing I see myself in the mirror as. But gender affirming care, it helps us see what we feel with me i want to say almost eight months of sending in authorizations, getting medical necessity documents for example going to counseling going to therapy having all of the documentation lined up um, before they actually approved it and so at that point i was just so relieved finally made me feel like home in my body we're talking about
7: allowing people the
3: ability to live in their own authenticity legislators are trying to ban doctors from providing gender affirming care our state
8: representatives claim to be pro-life but they want to play with children's lives this is health care this shouldn't be a game
2: all right so gender affirming care there's Obviously, very strong feelings about it. But what is the deal of it? We've assembled a panel that can tell us what it is, what it's not, why people are trying to block access to it, and why they're trying to get access to it. Keisha Michaels is with us. She's the mother of a transgender teenager from Maryland. Debbie Jackson, mother of a transgender teenager from Missouri. Chase Strangio, a lawyer with the ACLU who's argued in front of the Supreme Court. And Dr. Joshua Safer, endocrinologist at Mount Sinai and an and author of the enemy Endocrine Society's Guidelines. For gender-affirming care welcome everybody thank you for joining us all right i i i want to go right at it and, and give you a sense of you know it's a real uh hot button issue in this country right now a culture war issue the critics are saying that gender-affirming care is nothing more than uh woke doctors and woke parents and activists mm-hmm. Uh, manipulating confused children into mutilations and life-altering experimental drug therapies. Now, you both have children. What's your experience been with this?
8: Well, it's interesting that, you know, folks might say that these are woke parents, because my husband and I weren't really woke about this. (laughs) We had a child who was telling us that they, that, you know, she's been a girl her whole life, and we were not really listening. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure how woke we were. Right. I kind of wish we were more woke. I wish we had been able to hear her sooner. Um, it took us a few years to really listen and appreciate that she was telling us who she was. Um, and when we did, she, it was, she was like a new child. She just literally lit up, woke up. She woke up when we supported her. We said, we recognize that this is who you are, and we're going to support you in our house. And we're going to support you in your life. And when that happened, she's
1: like, I can't begin to stress how intense the right wing like this, I guess, came out today. So maybe they'll take the weekend off. But on Monday, oof, everyone is going to be going so hard on Jon Stewart. It's going to be like, John Stewart has bought into trans ideology. He's basically pushing dangerous mutilating uh, effects on children, all that shit. Like, they, they are going to ramp this up. But it's fucking, it's a really good thing that his staff put in the time for this one. Like, they, they put in the time, they did the research, they didn't treat the whole thing just as like, ah, this is going to be silly, you know, trans penis. <laughs> like, actually, let's treat this with the care it deserves. This
8: is amazing. She really didn't have words for it as a 10-year-old. She had been telling us since she was three. And since that time, what we deal with now is a child who is now almost going to college. Right. She's in high school. and Oh, good quote.
1: These Christian conservatives need to shut the fuck up about gender and read Galatians 3.28. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ
2: Jesus. That's right infinite genders
8: I told someone the other day I said you know her being trans is the least interesting thing about her
2: right is this your experience as well was it was it something that shocked you was it something that was difficult for you to accept
8: uh yes
6: it was completely out of my realm of understanding I was very conservative evangelical you know Southern Baptist GOP but Oof, at the age hard. of four, Avery said, mom, you think that I'm a boy, but I'm a girl. I'm a girl on the inside and very directly told us um,
1: at the age of four. We
6: had no idea what that meant. Uh, again, this it was out of our thinking. We thought maybe we have a gay boy who's confused. We thought the same thing. We went to ask questions. We talked to doctors. We, we went to endocrinologists just mm-hmm. to check the XXX. Man,
1: and that sucks because like you've probably got so many people in the right-wing circles who say the same thing even liberals say this like they say that thing where it's like uh like are these people actually trans or at the end of the day is it just confused children who happen to be gay should they actually be going through all this kind of stuff and it's like this this kid knew right And, and seeing the hoops that they had to go through post that why
6: is all the things um and we had to come to understand that our child knew who they were. And mind you, they're fifteen now. This was more than a decade ago. Right. If they weren't influenced by TikTok. They no. weren't on Facebook. <laughs> um at four... So
2: you're saying this is YouTube.
6: Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> maybe That's maybe okay. a MySpace yeah. page. Sure. <laughs> <that> <laughs> you're saying that yeah.
2: Friendster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now oh-
1: <laughs> contacting people on ICQ. Oh, no. um that's kind of flying in the face too of that rumor that it's like it's trans ideology that's making people trans we're suddenly having these reports of way more people identifying as LGBTQ plus as ever before and that's because they're pushing this on children children are learning from all of their like heroes and the liberal media they're making them into trans people and it's like uh, I think you're just finding that more people are probably feeling a lot more safe coming forward and also as they're explained a bunch of different topics they probably find that they might identify with things like for example when I was a wee lad, uh, you could be two—one uh, of two things. You could be gay, or you could be straight, and that was it. There was there was nothing else. And if you were gay, uh, well, then heaven forbid, you will be teased and beat up and bullied uh, a whole bunch. But if you're straight, everything's going to be fine, and you're going to be uh, a Chad and get through life perfectly fine. That was kind of the paradigm. If you had a whole bunch of people who were explained to them that like there is such a spectrum to sexuality, and while yes, you may be predominantly attracted to women, there could be instances where you might be a little bit curious as to why you find the male form attractive you may even find yourself staring at it for a little too long sometimes maybe sometimes you feel hmm, i wonder if i could maybe touch some of those things that kind of stuff you probably would have a lot more people identifying at a much younger age like oh okay well now i'm exploring these feelings i understand these things i i'm not like I'm mostly, mostly heterosexual, but I do occasionally have these homosexual feelings. I guess I'm bisexual, but now I can understand it. And there's so many different variations of this. There's uh, instances where very heterosexual people can have sexual encounters with other heterosexual people and it not actually be because they're deeply homosexual, things like that. And then you're just like, wait, what, what is all this? This, all this information. Maybe if you had known this at a much younger age and you felt way safer and way more confident, you probably would have been open being like, well, I guess I'm bi. But you weren't, and so you didn't, and so you kind of just pushed that part away for a very long time. If today kids with the tiktoks and the youtubes and the internet and you know all the social media suddenly get to explore and understand a whole bunch more things because it's like people are explaining them in very simple terms it's like hey by the way uh i know uh, a lot of people probably identify as cis but just so you know uh i identify as trans here's what that means or hey, by the way i know a lot of people identify as probably on the gender binary i am actually non-binary i don't identify as either gender stuff like that like I had no idea about any of this, any of this growing up as, as a kid. I didn't even know what trans people were. I did, certainly didn't know what non-binary people were. Like, this is all like this would have been uh, incredibly new and it's not new at all. That's the other thing. This like, you know, non-binary people, trans people, uh, gay people, uh, they've always existed. They've always been there. It's just like now we're furthering our understanding of all these topics.
2: OK, so you live in a conservative community now. Generally, that is where the energy for the push against gender-affirming care is coming from. The people in your life, knowing what you went through, knowing what your child went through, did that dent their belief system in any way?
6: I wish I could say it did. Um, We were the most conservative out of all the families in our uh, friend group with kids at preschool and everything. But when we said, this is who... Our child is um, we lost our, all of our friends we really had to rebuild from the ground up because we lost, we lost our entire support system so chase That's you know you're so you're fighting sad. in
2: the legal arena here and, and you're working for the, the ACLU and you're seeing these families they're all trying to come to terms with how to deal with this and it's a huge struggle this is what I want to say are.
3: yeah. so first of all these parents their experiences that's what we hear across the country, across mm-hmm. communities and around the world, that kids know who they are, that what improves their health, what makes them thrive is love and support. When we hear about experimental surgery, that is not happening on children, right. period. Children means pre-pubertal children. There are no medical interventions, period. That is a distortion designed to make people support legislation targeting our communities. What we do know harms children, for example, is removing them from loving homes. That is what Governor Abbott is suggesting be done in Texas.
2: And this is all, this has been really a rapid rise. This has gone to, these are mutilations of children and we're going to step in as the state. Mm
3: And take children out of homes if they
1: are going to abide by genitals. Now
3: why are people doing this? I think that there's two fundamental reasons why. One, we're approaching midterms, we're approaching a twenty twenty four presidential election. It's that cynical. It (laughs) is that cynical. Go to the early two thousands. When did we start seeing attacks on same sex couples in marriage escalate? Election years, mobilizing a, a voting base, and then there's another reason, which is an investment in a far right Christian ideology that is also fueling people. But again, in theory, we have a separation of church and state. In theory, we should be. In You're th- talking about in this country. Well, yeah. we used to. Right? Yeah, yeah. You I wasn't sure. Now, now I wasn't yeah. sure. I, are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It was back in the Friendster days. I so understand. Yeah, yeah, Okay. But let me ask you, as as the
2: doctor, then, what is the harm of waiting until there? the age of majority, what are the downsides of not giving gender affirming care because, uh, or any of those drug therapies, what would be the harm in waiting? The statistic
7: is something like 40 percent of kids who are, who do not come into an affirming situation, which just means being respectful to them, it doesn't mean oh age, yeah, it's 2 40 percent are contemplating suicide. And, um, and 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 Harm. So these, the, the
2: the guidelines that you wrote, because you were you were responsible with uh, uh, the endocrine board for writing guidelines of care for endocrinology. The Endocrine Society, yes. The Endocrine Society, yes. And and that was based on uh, research papers, data, the things that you saw, intervening with gender affirming care, which may be just being respectful, or as they get older, some of the other things you've seen, that have. Uh, a reduction in depression, a reduction in suicide. That's what yeah, you've studied. Absolutely.
7: And, and, and to be really clear, use the word woke. Um, the medical establishment is, is, is not woke.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: At all. <laughs> At all. <laughs> I'm sorry, my doctor in Greenwich Village, we beg to give <laughs> it. Uh, That's understood. And so then what the, it shifts to is, this is a profit center for you that this is a cynical exploitation by big pharma to make money off of confused children.
7: That too is crazy, because the areas of medicine that are brought in for gender-affirming care right. are heavily mental health, pediatrics, primary care, endocrinology. If you look up what, where, the, where, the, where the money centers are in medicine, those are not they. I had five colonoscopies last week. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was going
1: to say, like, heart surgery and anything related to heart compl- uh, like you know complications, Oh yeah, that's where the money's at. Dude. Not part of gender-affirming care.
6: <laughs> First, I'd like to just make sure we clarify the different types of transitions, because we've talked about there's no medical intervention, so Avery socially transitioned at the age of four, so it was just name, pronouns, hair, saying daughter instead of son. Mm-hmm. Um, before we did that kind of affirmation, Avery was depressed, talked about death all the time, and mm-hmm. actually tried to jump out of our car. At just four? At four, just could not handle it. Holy Doing shit. Doing that kind of social affirmation gave us a kid who smiled again, who said, Mommy, I love you all the time. We have a whole year, between three and four, where we don't have a photo of Avery smiling. And that changed just through social affirmation. So when people call us child abusers and say it's horrible to do this, it's, they don't understand the realities.
2: Is that the razor's edge that you feel like you're living in, Keisha, that you feel like it's such a fragile situation that I have to do everything I can to save this child's life?
8: That's how I felt before she transitioned. All right. So the year before she transitioned, I knew she was also verbalizing that she did not want to live. She... Uh, and I, and I said, I don't want to lose my child. So we may have had our head in the sands about what was really going on, mm-hmm. uh, acknowledging this. So, yes, there was a razor's edge for sure, for sure at that point. Once we actually affirmed this child, she's actually been fine. <laughs> she's on her phone too much. That's her biggest problem. And so she needed... My
2: child only reads novels. <laughs>
8: exactly, right? I, well, I, not oh, true in our All house, but feels. I will say... This is so good. That uh, once she... Tra- honestly, once she had the gender-affirming care of her parents, let's say that, right. gender-affirming care starts at home. And so once she had her parents' gender-affirming care, everything else just kind of fell into place for her. For most kids who are trans having to go through a puberty that doesn't match their identity is quite traumatic. So any time that we can prevent that from happening for them, I think it is particularly helpful. Now, not every person who is trans wants something done to their body. So I do want to make sure that we make that point. But for a lot of folks... And
2: the gender-affirming care is supposed to figure out what's right for each individual child. For that. Exactly. Chase, the legal battle now
1: yeah so that's why the big thing is stay the fuck away you right-wing weirdos why do you want to interject in the healthcare between parents and their children and their doctors just fucking they're so obsessed it's so gross and like what a surprise there's such an overlap with every single like dude who's obsessed with trans kids genitals and having the most yikes he takes on like age of consent and impregnation and women are my birthing pods to not give parents
2: that choice To basically say we understand you can call your child whatever name you want whatever pronoun but we will not put them we will not allow them to go through this gender-affirming care it's I think the words they use are permanent irreversible Mm -hmm. does untold damage
3: yeah the politicians the parental rights politicians of my kid doesn't have to wear a mask, I don't have to vaccinate my kid, my kid doesn't have to learn critical race theory in school, are passing laws that say we are going to take away the ability of parents Mm -hmm. to give their children life-saving care. And they're making arguments like it's a fad, that they're being subjected to social transition. Well, you know what? I grew up as a young trans person at a totally different time. You know the one trans masculine person that I knew about? Brandon Tina. You know what happened to him? He was murdered. I had nothing else. That was the reality. And now there are more people, thankfully, who can live because they have loving parents who are able to go to affirming doctors. But the state is coming in, many states, passing laws trying to ban this care. Um, Starting with Arkansas, the first state to do it in 2021, now we have additional states and we're fighting across the country to try to make sure that parents can get the medically supported care and make decisions in conjunction with their doctors to save their kids' lives.
2: Well, then, uh, I think the only thing to do at this point is to go talk to the Attorney General of Arkansas. Mm. Uh and uh we will do that. Uh I wanna thank you all very much for being here. Keisha, Debbie, uh, Chase, and Dr. Safer. Thank you so much for being here.
1: We're only halfway through and pretty stunning. I am just gonna be totally honest, this is exceptional work by john Stewart. Uh yes, one hundred percent. Jon Stewart is lib. I know we're gonna get all the lefties like oh my god, you just praising the libs, Lance work but it's like, this shit is important. Uh, even for libs, I'm sorry, but there are so many libs, like fucking Bill Maher and others who are like, I am fine with trans rights. Just the ones I want to grant you like, Oh, okay. I'm on board with the whole trans rights or human rights things. Just if you give gender affirming care to kids, uh, that's child abuse or you're mutilating them. That's just how I feel. What about the prisons? Have we talked about the sports? Come on. Cause should we allow, uh, women who used to be men to go into women's prisons? Aren't they going to commit all of the rape? And then it's like, they're actually sexually assaulted, a lot as well, but anyways uh i think it's important for for libs to also like get some education on this just saying like uh trans rights or human rights uh is not enough you got to put in like john stewart has done so much legwork here you're you're learning things about gender theory you've got a panel of parents who had uh trans children and the process they went through really important to platform a right wing gop or by the way because yes uh trans kids uh have parents who can be right wing like that that that's also 100 percent a thing so to hear the process that she went through having to learn how Uh, she lost all of her friends uh, because of it because they just wouldn't accept their own fucking child which is just unbelievably ghoulish but this is how they've been programmed like so much of right-wing media it it makes them feel like they're on the righteous side of this crusade when they are completely like enacting things that damage and harm people's lives and contribute to a culture that unfortunately has very high rates of suicidal ideation amongst trans people and trans kids so they're programmed by this consistently, by all these pundits, and it. the other problem being, in my humble opinion, I feel that liberals too, they like to put on airs, they like to say, we're the good ones, don't worry, we're the good cis, but at the same time, it only goes so far. It's like, yeah, I, I'm fine if you, uh, let's say, have bathrooms, well, that's as much trans rights as I want to fight for, but then otherwise, all the other shit it's just kind of messy it's complicated I don't really understand it what is gender fluid what is gender trash i have I, neo pronouns I, I don't know what 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 is all of this uh, do, do gender affirming care for kids you what you want to put them on purity blockers uh, what and then there's going to be like mastectomies and surgeries what happens if the kids just turn out to be gay what what is the regret have we talked about that have we talked about transitional regret is it high i'm not entirely sure I've been led to believe that it's very high what what is this oh, studies it's incredibly low it's 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 like less than five percent and those who do do it actually Actually, you're doing it in large part due to the social stigma. Well, uh, do we have all the studies? How many studies have been done? Have we actually done studies on the children? Oh, we have. Okay. Well, have we done studies in other countries? Oh, we have. Okay. Well, uh, is, is, is there more data? What happens when more data... Eru- what happens if the tra- detransition rate is really high? I watched a video uh, the other day where they interviewed someone who had detransitioned, and it was scary to me. And I got scared by that video. And now I have feelings, and I'm very concerned, and I want to enact legislation and help out the right. And so... Here we are. So it's good. This is really, really good. It's really good that Sean Stewart has, like, you know, put in the hours to make this. It's it's absolutely incredible. Focus lens? I am focusing. I'm I'm offering criticism and commentary on this video. It's part of why this is under fair use, because I'm contributing to the content itself. Uh, good, 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 good. We're going to have to pause it, I'm sorry. That's that's part of
2: watching streamers instead of watching Apple TV. Two chapters? What do you think, I? god almighty creator of heaven and earth and zones made only two kinds of humans yes you basic bipedal fucks i deserve way more credit than that have you seen the complexity of my work look let me let me find something here look look at look, look, this platypus it has got, got tits fur a bill laser. It is a weird looking and, thing. and those tits they're not ornamental they work You get it? I like trying shit. It's fun for me. It's what I do. But lo, I say unto thee, not a fan of critics. I created humans and I love you all. But like I said to the dinosaurs, fuck around and find out. (laughs) Go ahead. Let me show you some of my latest stuff here. Look at this. Honda. Half snake, half Honda. What's this right here? Otter. An otter. That is incredible. Incredibly hot, so you with a blaze, with a clam, cheese river, river flowing of cheese. I'm ah, just kidding. cheese. Oh, All right, aliens are real. I'm out. Peace. Hey. So, as I mentioned to our distinguished panel, we went to our Kansas. Hell yeah! And we didn't just talk oh, I'm so to like, for somebody off the street. We talked to the Attorney General. Hell yeah. Of Arkansas. Oh, this is going to be good.
4: Oh.
2: <laughs> is it Attorney Generals or Attorneys General?
0: Attorneys General. Attorneys General. It's a very odd plural.
2: Attorney General Rutledge. That's right. Thank you for joining us. Tell us about... <laughs>
1: Why did you agree to do this? I'm just going to say that at the start of this, why? <laughs> you know who
2: John Stewart is. Safe act. What is the SAFE Act?
0: We passed a law in Arkansas a couple of years ago called the SAFE Act, which stands for Save Adolescents from Experimentation. And essentially what it does, John, is to prevent uh, young people from being... Uh, Go through these experimental procedures to transition their gender from male to female, from female to male.
2: What do you mean by experimentation? Well,
0: all of these uh, drugs that we're talking about have not been approved, and these are experimental procedures to transition uh, these young people, these adolescents essentially, from mm-hmm. male to female or from female to male. And what we passed in Arkansas was to simply say that you can't do that, that we are going to protect these children. It so doesn't prevent is... them as an 18-year-old. I think that's right. what's important for Arkansans and Americans to understand. This does not prevent someone at age 18.
1: Arkansans. I didn't know that's how it was pronounced. Also, it's, like, it's ironic because you're directly endangering children by doing this. You are going to make children's lives infinitely harder. So that's wild. For making that
0: decision.
2: How many Arkansans in the last five years, before the law was passed, had that surgery Uh, to transition from male to female or female to male as a minor?
0: Well, that answer, I don't know, uh, John.
2: Uh, In our research, it was zero. (laughs) So it's it's definitely (laughs) hasn't happened. (laughs) (laughs) you're saying this is it's purely a preventative measure it's not stopping something that's currently happening
0: this is predominantly to also protect them from those drugs uh, that are being used to change their hormones that it's not only you know when people think of transitioning they think of having
1: wait drugs to change their hormones Ooh, neat what is this magic you speak of
0: actual surgery whether that's but it's not simply the surgery it's hormone suppressants and puberty blockers that we're talking about. there you go, you're almost there.
2: Let me give you the the flip side of it. I think a lot of people might say, including myself, uh, it's surprising that the state would say, we want to make a decision for your family and your child to protect them. Thank you. Even though the American Medical Association, the American Association of Pediatrics the Endocrine Society, the uh, American Association of Psychiatrists, all recommend a certain set of guidelines for children that are expressing gender dysphoria. So I guess my surprise is, why would the state of Arkansas step in to override parents, physicians, psychiatrists, endocrinologists, have developed guidelines. Why would you override those guidelines?
0: Well, I think it's important that all of those physicians, all of those experts, for every single one of them, there's an expert that says we don't need to allow children to be able uh, not
1: true. Every major medical association in the United States agrees with this. It's, yeah, that's, uh, again, there's not really such a thing as like the woke scientists, the one who's like, I'm going to prove things that I want, yes, using sorcery and alchemy. And now, yes, here we have the wokeification of gender ideology.
0: To take those medications. That there are many instances right. where. But you know, that's not true. You
2: know, it's <laughs> not Everyone is one. There's. One. there's- <laughs> these are the established.
0: Well, I don't know that, <laughs> that that's not true. I don't know that. Then why you would you,
2: that, why would you pass a law then if you don't, if you don't know that that's true? Wouldn't you well, understand? I know <laughs> that there
0: are doctors and that we had plenty of people come and testify before our legislature mm-hmm. who said that, uh, you know, we have 98% of the young people who have gender dysphoria, right. uh, uh, that they are able to, move past that and once they have the the help that they need no longer suffer from gender dysphoria 98 percent without uh, that medical treatment that's an an
2: incredibly made-up figure (laughs) that that doesn't comport with any of the studies or documentation that exists from these medical organizations what what medical association are you talking about of these doctors
0: well we have all of that in our Legislative history, and we'll be glad to provide that to you. Mm. Uh, so I nine. don't have the name of that off the top of my okay. head. I know it's something yeah. that... You don't have the name I... of
2: the organization that, that you're getting Off the top that of, of my head. Oh, okay.
0: But yes, we have all of that cited in all of our briefs.
2: You're suggesting that protecting children means over... Narrator voice. No, she didn't. ...writing the recommendations of the American Medical Association... The American Association of Pediatrics, the Endocrine Society.
0: We don't have enough data. We don't have enough to show that these drugs are effective and that these children are better off and that we should don't encourage have enough
2: these, or it's not enough for you. Let, let me let me try and flip it a different Good way. point. And see if maybe this this can help. In Arkansas, if you have pediatric cancer, and obviously we all want to protect children, I think we established that earlier. <laughs> whose guidelines do you follow? for pediatric cancer.
0: Well, I think if my child, who is four, if I was faced with that terrible uh, decision, then I would be speaking to my doctor. And if my doctor recommended something that I disagreed (laughs) with, then I would get a second opinion. And that's why I believe that these parents need to make sure that they're encouraged to get numerous opinions when they're talking about an irreversible step. You're not letting them.
2: The state's not saying, get another opinion. What they're saying is, you can't. What you're actually saying no, is the opposite. No, that's
0: actually not at all what the state said. The state simply said that you cannot perform these procedures, and so parents should get another opinion, That they and children should want to have another but opinion. But that's not... Because, again, these are 9, 10, 11,
2: <laughs> but If your child is suffering from pediatric cancer, and the state comes in and says to you, they recommend chemotherapy, but we're not going to let you do that, you can't. We think you should get a different opinion... And here's I'm the organization so happy. You think you
1: like, I'm do. gonna be honest with you. I'm so happy someone said this out loud to one of these like far right politicians who tries to justify this like fucking bigotry. Like, finally, just lay it out. Like, would would you apply these same rules to anything else? Would would you deny kids health care if they have cancer? If they need treatment, would you, would you say the state should intercede in this decision and make the decision for you? Of course, you fucking wouldn't. The opinion from
2: they're not the mainstream, but they're an organization. So that's how you. That's who you have to be treated by. Does that sound like something you would? Well,
0: I think that's a very extreme example. That's not at all in line with what we're talking about. We're not saying that at some point, because when you have cancer, it literally is, and particularly pediatric cancer. And having friends that have lost children to pediatric cancer, having a four-year-old, I'm sure. I've got some bad
2: news for you. (laughs) Parents with children who have gender dysphoria have lost children to suicide. And depression I,
0: they absolutely because it's
2: have. acute and so these mainstream medical organizations have developed guidelines through peer-reviewed data and studies and through those guidelines they've improved mental health outcomes so i'm confused why this is fucking cathartic holy shit this feels good. you follow AMA guidelines and AAAP guidelines for all other health issues than Arkansas, because we checked, but not for this.
0: It's simply saying, let those young people who are facing gender confusion and dysphoria, allow them to become adults and to make that decision. Allow a child to be a child.
2: So here's where we have our our crossroads. You've made the determination that protecting these children means not giving them access to the guidelines and care that have been designed by medical and mental health professionals for children expressing gender dysphoria. And I'm asking you again, what are your qualifications to step in and say, no, keeping you from that care is protecting you. You've made that
0: determination. Well, these are irreversible decisions that these children at these young ages are making or that their they're parents not making, are making the decision.
2: You're making it sound like a 9-year-old making the decision by the way.
1: Someone needs to fucking say it. You're the one stepping in. You're the one being like I know more about this than every major medical association in the United States and I want to step in between the healthcare of parents and their kids. Get right in the middle of it. Actually under it. Thank you for the chance Walks into a
2: doctor's office and says Give me some testosterone. And the doctor goes, oh, thank God, because we're wanting to create an army of transgenders, because we're crazy. And they go right in like.
0: Now, we passed a law to protect the children in Arkansas, and I think that's what is important
2: again oh man
1: just just watching like a, an extreme Karen meltdown in real time and just trying to stick to your principles when you realize that like you have nothing to stand on here it's like would you do this for cancer patients with leukemia no no I, I would want to consult with a doctor okay so uh, in this case logically uh, they want to consult with doctors but you're saying they can't do that it's like oh we're just saying that if they become adults they can make the decision well here's the truth some of them won't be able to become adults because of the suicide so wouldn't it be better to have living kids along the way because because again every major medical association agrees on the same point and it's just like even at that it's like we're doing
2: it for the kids i keep telling you it's for the children i care about the children the medical community disagrees with you that well, that's not all of the children. medical
0: community who doesn't,
2: doesn't. who well, do- we who- have
0: had experts testify Here in Arkansas.
2: Okay. From what medical organizations?
0: Well, we have all of those in our briefs, and I apologize that I wasn't prepared to have a Supreme Court argument today in front of you, but we are going to have arguments on this case uh, when the time comes.
2: Let me ask you this. Do you think gender and sex are complicated?
0: I think it's obvious that it is complicated for these young people and for adults. So why make a black and
2: white decision?
0: And for those that are faced with this confusion, I think that we need to give them the help that they need. Who, who do you want to
2: give them out of You're blocking. Because in. you've already said that the guidelines from the American Psychiatric Association are not correct. To them, a successful uh, conclusion of this is a child who determines with their family and their caregivers and their mental health uh, experts and their physician what the best course of treatment is. It may be that they get into it and decide, this is not for me. I'm not actually transgender. But you're stepping in and saying, that's not the help they need.
0: Well, I think it is important for them to speak to and have that mental health treatment. Just because, again, that (laughs) we disagree with whether or not they can have gender transitioning medications or surgeries does not mean that they can't have the opportunity to speak to licensed therapists and psychiatrists.
2: But you understand that when you go to speak to a psychiatrist, they have okay. guidelines that they follow. And the guidelines are developed through peer review studies.
0: What I'm saying is that our reasoning behind passing this law in Arkansas is not to discriminate, but it's simply to protect and allow those children to continue to develop. We're not going to allow young people, a 16 Even year old, results to in death vote. We're not we going to let them buy cigarettes. We're much. not going to let them do so all of these you're things. You're
1: suggesting that buying this, yeah, it's, it's not fucking buying liquor. It's not buying cigarettes. We're talking about fucking uh healthcare, healthcare. you know? You just said out loud, would you want to do this in regards to people with cancer? And your answer was, oh, I would want to talk to my
2: doctor about that. Cigarettes is equivalent to gender dysphoria.
0: No, I'm not suggesting that. I'm saying that we have laws that are recognized, that we say that the age of ma- majority is the point in which someone... So, can make a decision for.
2: If a child comes and you says, I can't even rent a
0: car until you're 25. Okay,
2: so why allow children to get access to ADHD medication or depression medication or bipolar medication?
0: Well, it's because it's changing permanently. It's not.
2: It's just not. It's not
0: Puberty changing. Puberty
2: blockers aren't changing people permanently. They're, they're just not. And the bar to get things that have maybe slightly more permanence to it is higher. And it takes longer. That's how the guidelines have been developed.
0: Arkansas has simply said, we're going to allow these children to be children. And as they are, we want to, again, encourage them to have the ha- access to the mental health care because none of us can imagine. Whether it's my daughter, mm-hmm.
1: your- I think you're malfunctioning. <laughs> like, you're, oh, what dialogue tree do I got here? Uh, and the the health care and God,
2: nine eleven was
1: bad.
0: Your daughter, your son, any of us if can imagine those conversations. If my daughter or my son
2: came to me in agony, and I knew there was a program that I could get them into that had positive effects on their mental health, I would swim across rivers and climb mountains and tunnel through whatever i needed to get to to save that child's life and my guess is you'd do the same Nothing. and i truly hope you're never faced with that decision because i imagine it's agonizing for the parent yes and it's agonizing for the child but the fact that you've removed that option for people seems antithetical to the values you profess to espouse
4: Holy fucking
1: hell, yes, yes. Oh, oh, man. What a fucking, woof you, you don't even need to talk to her anymore at that point. Like, literally, rip the, like, lapel mic and just throw it at her.
0: <laughs> Again, nothing is going to stop that child when he or she turns 18 from being able to make this decision.
2: Well, something will stop them if they don't turn 18.
0: I mean, I don't think it's fair to put... And to say to a child, you're going to kill yourself if you don't take this medicine. That's essentially what you and this minority. (laughs)
1: Wow, that was good old twisting of everything into a pretzel to try and make a point. Yeah, that's that's what's happening. Yeah, doctors are sitting kids down like, uh, look. Uh, you are trans, whether you like it or not. And if you don't take this life saving medication, you will die. That's that's what we're doing. That's what the American Medical Association is uh, prescribing here. That's that's what's been happening. That's
0: all you can oh, say okay, is Matt. that the suicide rate is through the roof for these young people. The suicide people.
2: rate isn't through the roof because doctors want them to take the medicine. It's because they live in a state where who they are is actually something that is viewed as uh, something that needs to be legislated. That a lot. It's because of social stigma. Man, this is like the face of pure evil. The pressure that they feel isn't from who they are, but from society's reaction to who they are. And from people like the state of Arkansas outlawing the treatment that can help their mental uh, health and their physical health.
0: All I've heard from you Mm -hmm. and from this very vocal minority...
2: What vocal minority are you talking about?
0: The opponents of our law in Arkansas and those... Her challenge in it not just the plaintiffs but
1: more- what the entirety of the medical community every major medical association in the United States and a lot of medical associations globally that that tiny minority of people like, people who have put in the time and read, I would say overwhelmingly a very large percentage of both Americans and Canadians who don't hate trans people I mean, people, because we hyper-focus so much on the right, you get this idea or this painting from watching fucking Tucker Carlson's, Ben Shapiro, Stephen Crowder's, Jordan Peterson, all these assholes that people really hate trans people but they are fucking a much smaller percentage of outright bigots, like, even fucking some people on the right will go as far as like, oh, well, you know, I, I, I I, I don't think you should go after the kids, but if you're going to be an adult, you know, and you do what you want to do, blah, 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 kind of shit. Like, the people who are actually 100% transphobes and want to push this to push legislation, they're trying to convert more people. They want more people to be like them. They want more people to hate trans people in the way that they do.
2: minority meaning the AMA, the AAP, the Endocrine Society. You're saying that? are.
0: But it's a vocal minority of Americans, and I think that's what's important, and of Arkansans.
2: Why don't you consider allowing children who are experiencing gender dysphoria, isn't it experimentation to not put them through treatment? Isn't that also experimentation? Why are you willing to experiment on them by
0: doing nothing? I'm not saying let's do nothing.
2: Well, you're not saying to follow the guidelines, so... They're-
0: what should well, they're do? guidelines. I'm saying, get a second opinion. Talk, talk to other doctors. Talk to family. It- you can't. You
1: keep saying that. You're the one blocking the ability for them to have gender-affirming care or even speak to
2: doctors about this. Let this so, child. But isn't that experimentation? Chronic 989. Thank How you. is that not experimentation? Because this other stuff has been determined through data and peer review.
0: But we haven't had enough data and peer. So review. it's
2: all an experiment, isn't it? I have to be honest with you. The care and guidelines for transgender children seem a lot more considered and thought out than the law preventing them from getting it, where you can't even cite the medical organization that agrees with you. So if we're talking about one decision that seems rash and one decision that seems conservative, it's the guidelines for transition. Seems conservative and the law seems rash.
0: Well I believe that the outcry and by those who are wanting to use these young people as political pawns and to attack those of us who put these sort of laws in place are the ones who are in fact putting these children at risk and making them and putting them on public display and making
1: I don't know how he didn't scream. I I just, that's you. That's the thing you're doing. You're the one going in between the healthcare of parents, kids, and doctors for political points. You're playing them like pawns. You don't care if they die. They could die from this, but you don't care. That's you. You're describing yourself.
0: It part of the mainstream media conversation. This was not part of the mainstream media conversation uh, five years ago. 10 years ago but now these children are being put on display by those who are claiming to protect them when instead we need to ensure again that they are working through this with their own families their own doctors their communities the you're, children you're that making live- that illegal
2: <laughs> all right thank uh, you we do appreciate you sitting down and talking to us about it and uh i hope that uh, the law is is shot down because uh, i do think that these children are in- a very vulnerable situation, and I, I disagree with you that this protects them.
0: I actually think the opposite. Well, oh. no, thank you. Well, thank you for coming to Arkansas, making a quick trip. Thank All you. Right, though. Thank
1: you, Josh. <laughs> Holy shit, she got rolled. Oh, that was a thing of beauty. John Stewart saying it ain't so. It's so good.
2: Worst Thanksgiving ever. Hey yo. Yeah. Yep. I assume it felt watching it like it felt being there. <laughs> a little no, bit that was amazing. That, that felt absolutely uh, incredible. Thank you all for watching this episode. That's going to put us all on the same page. For more resources, check out these websites. We also got the podcast there, which, as you know, is a window to the soul. Uh, and check out our website. It's uh, the best zeros and ones that have been put together on the net. Before we go, we always end the show on a low note. Here it is, your moment of cruise.
7: When Ketanji Brown-Jackson was up for nomination, there was a reporter who ran up to me, all excited. He said he was asking
5: every Senate Republican on the Judiciary Committee the the following question, what is a woman?
7: What is a woman? And he looks at me with this gotcha, and I (laughs) turned to him and said, um an adult female human
1: (laughs) you sly dog oh amazing thanks apple tv and my legal apple tv account and also huge shout out to john stewart that was fantastic like i said there was so many ways this episode could have been done uh and i've seen horrifyingly bad takes from libs when it comes to the trans issue that was fucking sensational bringing in all the right guests uh doing the legwork fucking uh learning about gender theory uh not just making like punching down low fucking terrible lowbrow jokes uh just destroying and wrecking that fucking horrifying ghoul of a politician in the very end uh a plus a plus 10 out of 10 no notes john stewart absolutely fantastic very very happy with him it's uh absolutely absolutely incredible to have seen that uh, that 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 puts a that puts a little swell of happiness in my heart just to see this and and to, to have seen this like good good on you john good on you that was that was absolutely fantastic So you've just been listening to an episode of The Surf Times, and if you enjoy it and want to see The Surf Times, you can go to WeAreSurfs.com or watch the live shows at TheSurfs.tv. And also everywhere social media is sold. Basically, TheSurfs.tv, you'll find us there. Twitter.com slash TheSurfs.tv, for example. It would also help us out tremendously if you could leave a good review of this podcast if you enjoyed it, either on, I don't know, iTunes or wherever you're podcasting. Apparently, it does help. And yeah, we hope to see you soon.
5: To our gods, Xander Corvus and Peyton L. Just, we are prepared to conduct many a-human sacrifices in your honor. To our monarch, Tom Spiker, we are but your humble yet incompetent gestures, trying in vain to bring some levity into your life. To our lord, Trevor R., we give you thanks for this meager plot of land for us to toil away our pathetic existence. To our brave knights, Carl Wauer, Tony, DM Rivera, Resident Scarecrow, Sir Nickus, Mayred, Cheryl Alvarez, Ruben Kelly, Brandon, Words Greenwood, Nate, Hegbird Celine, Matthew Scarborough, Stellar Vision, Ariane McCarthy, Daniel Sutton, Coulter Smith, Jenna Tal, Quiet185, Anna Loves Riley, Omni, Riley and Anna, Poodle Hawk, The Tim Caucus, Multimondi, Trevor Janis, Lemmy101, Anthropophojack, Saren42, Catherine, Ramon Acosta, Nkosen, Agent NDN, Violent Orchard, Political Puppy, Andreas Chiringuito, Zach Christensen, Todd Buckingham, and Todd Lageness. We salute our mighty heroes off to conquest some bread in some far-off land.